If you're looking for dice, check out DiceEnvy.com, beautiful dice. If you're looking for sound, go to BattleBards.com. And they want us to be sure to mention that they have Prime subscriptions that allow you access to streaming sounds, tools that you can use to make great soundscapes for your games. And if you sign up for one of those Prime accounts using our exclusive code of stack, you will get a 20% discount. Find us many different ways, Twitter and Instagram at stackodice, email stack.o.dice at gmail.com. And we're also online at our wiki. A few weeks ago, we mentioned some other excellent family-friendly podcasts out there. If you have the time and you're looking for other creative games to scratch your D&D itch, be sure to check out All Ages RPG, D&D and Daughters, Fate in the Fable Maidens, Tavern Tales Jr., Relic of the Past, Sneak Attack, and the Titans of Altera. The question I want to start us off with is, if current episode Womberbash were to speak with first episode Womberbash, what advice would he pass on? Don't forget your underwear. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you don't wear underwear. Exactly. <laughs> I've been chafing lately. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so we, we bought like desert clothes and all this stuff and none of them include undergarments? No one talked to me about He's undergarments. Been commando the whole time. Oh the my. unmentionables, uh, oh no one told me about this, about this phenomenon. This You've style. never had the talk with him, Peter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you see. <laughs> there comes a time. <laughs> In a young <Okay>. man's life. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> what yes. advice would current episode Peter give to first episode Peter? Hmm. Don't go with them. <laughs> but you even said it last episode. I regret it now. I regret all of my. Answer. I regret all my answers. Okay. If you meet a beautiful woman, say, hi. "Hey." Yes. Yeah. Here's how. Okay. Not, so I, yeah. Not. Hi. Where's the library? <laughs> so I, 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 I reach out my gnarled, scarred, battle-worn hand. And put a place on his shoulder, and I sit him down. And I say, "So here's how you handle women." <laughs> yeah. Oh, how about Tira? What advice would Tira pass on? Ship with the mare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. One of my friends at school even was saying that. <laughs> I do not know where people were getting that. Go back and listen to it. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I totally shipped you guys a long time ago. <laughs> See, I think that's hilarious because I always felt incredibly awkward whenever I had to talk with the mayor. Well, there was a reason for that. Yeah. I, thought, I thought you were being flirty with them. <laughs> no, it was because I knew that it was all set up in that we had this great working relationship. We were supposed to be uber comfortable with him, and I wasn't even comfortable with myself or the game. And I thought, I'm trying to fake this already established relationship and I felt because I kept calling him mayor like I didn't know his name it was the dazzling <laughs> it was his dazzling presence that really right. just stuck right. you starstruck uh, advice that present day Tira would give to day one Tira um d20 embrace your impetuosity you know it could it could be anything the only thing the first thing the first thing that came to my mind was be ready and that just sounds generic and stupid <laughs> be, on, not, be on your guard yeah that's not even advice really it's just because like, then she'd be like first day two would be like wait for what what's happening and no she wouldn't be like that but you wouldn't say you are small but you are so mighty <laughs> yeah, you're small but you're mighty 
You rolled one. You, you rolled won, one, but you are strong. But you are strong. But you are very strong. You rolled a Warrior. one, but you are strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. That one the, on my first hit in the battle from last week, I, my damage roll was a one. I still end up doing like nine points of damage. Before your axe, the mighty oak will fall. Yeah. Before your pick, the mine is dug. Tira has learned nothing. <laughs> no, I totally have. But I'm just trying to think of like a, a way. She to can't con- culminate it in so many yeah, words. Yeah, in some you know? concise little. I would just tell Tira. You could just this say, thing. "Check out my new axe." Yeah, <laughs> rage on. That's right. Rage on. Rage on. I'm seeing a Bill and Ted uh, moment <gasps> here. They're making a third. I know Bill and Ted. something now about. That they're the, like 58 years yeah, old. Yeah, right. Alex Winters looks so old. Yeah. Yeah, but look at the di- look at the digital de aging process. Yeah. They can make them look a little younger. Okay. We're gonna give you a pass on this, Tara. Yeah. Sorry, I did. I wasn't trying to pick a stumper. No, I know. It's just I. I it's like somebody asks you to. Yeah, somebody asks you to describe your life in three minutes. Someone just asks me what my favorite song is, and there I just you go. blink. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see if you learn anything advice worthy in this episode. <laughs> Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. I'm Rhett, the Dungeon Master of this 5th edition D&D adventure. Through this series of games, we are, of course, discovering more about our completely original world of Vardalon. With me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Womberbash Benson Mom. Thane as Peter Greyhawk. I'm winging this intro here because right. I yeah. didn't prepare anything, but in the last episode, there was a huge battle, at the end of which the party ended up facing Kaluakos, the leader of this army outside the town of Tuonue. In the ensuing battle, Kaluakos left, heading toward that spire of stone that stands to the north of the town. It seemed like he had a purpose in going that direction, but the battle surged back across the open field, surrounding the friends once more as the retreating evil army fled into the gorges to disappear into nothingness, leaving the army of Tuonue victorious on the field. Who's ready to tell a story? Me! Great. You are standing amidst a cheering crowd of soldiers, people that stood with you through the night, people that let their fear run through them with you in the morning before the battle started. And now they surround you, and you can hear adulation being heaped upon you. You were the ones to lead the charge. You were the ones to set the example of bravery against great odds. And the general, even from his horse, pushes through the crowd, lifts his faceplate on his helmet, looks down, and he says, For this, you will be called saviors of Tuonue. New title! (laughs) Add to the list. He smiles broadly, his aged face looking very happy with the result. While you are trying to figure out what has just happened you do hear the distant pounding of hoof beats on the on the plain land as Kaluakos continues his headlong rush toward that stone pillar 
Sir, we need horses. We, we need to pursue their general. He begins to look around. His aides are also looking when suddenly the crowds begin to part. And you hear a voice saying, Are they here? Are they here? Hello? There you are. <gasps> a Simmeries. From behind him, somewhere in the crowd still, you can hear a, a, a very odd whirring noise. Are you serious? And you hear murmurs of amazement. And as the people spread apart, the first thing you think is the apparatus, they fixed it. But then you realize, no, what they've done is they've salvaged the parts and they have made four horses, clockwork horses, out of the remnants of the apparatus. No! And as the horses, as the crowd parts fully, you see four gleaming horses. They have been polished, burnished. They look roughly horse-like. You can see gears and mechanisms spinning and turning. And they stand awaiting you. So you each get to pick your horse and name your clockwork horse <gasps> with something that you would like. You guys know what I'm going to call my horse. Pork meat. Jones. <laughs> I give you a withering glare. Okay. So let's start with Peter. What is the name of your horse? This is Porkmeat, the second son of the Lord of the Horses. Walrabesh? Bruce. And Tira? <laughs> Horse. <laughs> Windfoot. <laughs> What's my mother's name? Wildfire. Oh, your mother's name? Ooh, we never figured that out. We never did. You know me and naming things, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. I got you covered. Should be Valkyrie. Balrina. Balrina? I, sh I should have named my horse Sleepnir. No, it's Porkmere. Pork he only has four legs. That can be fixed. <laughs> All right, so I've got my clockwork horse. And are they different colors, or can I say what color mine is? Yeah, why don't you go ahead and give it a color? Okay. They're mostly that, that goldish... I was going to say mine's brassy brass. color. Yeah, a brassy okay. color. I was going to say mine was very like a gunmetal, a darker. We can Maybe say that. Some of the more interior. Exactly, pieces. exactly. So your horse was made out of more of the inner workings, and so it's a darker color. They had to work with what they had. All right. How do you, how do you spell that name? B-A-L-R-I-N-N-A. Q-X-Z-T-V. <laughs> E-A-U-X. And do you have anything distinctive about your horse? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I think he's working fine. Okay, Peter? Pork meat, the second, got them crazy eyes. He, no, 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 no. He's got those generic dollar store googly eyes. <laughs> I got them crazy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and so every time he turns his head, these little, these bobble around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Like something that some would have would have. Uh, yeah, I can't find anything you. else. So yeah, this is the final Googly touch. Eyes, yeah. <laughs> googly, googly, googly. <laughs> yeah. And Thump puts his hand. He runs his hand appreciatively along <laughs> the back of the horse. He actually has to reach down to do it. Mm -hmm. You can smell that grassy meadow smell roll off of him, and then there's the scent of hot mash, like what you feed to horses on cold winter mornings. Oh. So, hot mash it's or... hot mash. <laughs> hot mess. It's a hot mash. It's a hot mash. <laughs> <laughs> this and horse is a hot mash. <laughs> with a 
with a smell of contentment, whatever that is. So baking bread. Yeah, I was going to say, wait, I'll tell you it. He swings his leg over the back, settles on, and the horse begins to smoothly move over this grassland. I also mount. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump up. As you all mount your horses, the crowd just gasps, and your horses begin to trot around in a circle just to give you a chance to get used to it. And the whole time, a Sim is standing there, clapping his hands in front of himself. Oh, my horse has a bug. <laughs> and Bakongo is standing there with his hand resting on his shoulder. This is a very good moment. Are they faster than regular horses in any way? Oh, yeah. What are their stats? You don't know. I'm going to say in game mechanics, they move their same stats as horses. Okay. All right. Well, uh, after we take our little lap of honor here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pull that baby around, and we need to head out after. I cook. And Wait, I shoot ca- off. Ca- Kalawakos. Kalawakos. See, I'm, I'm messing myself because in order to help me remember it, I was thinking Cayucos, which is a beach. <laughs> after you leave the bulk of the army behind, and uh, you give a promise that you will return at some point, the army fades quickly behind you, the clockwork mechanisms of your horses whir and clack beneath you. It takes you some time to get used to the motion. As good a job as the Simrays and Bikongo did to approximate horses, there's still some room for improvement. Still very impressive. You ride steadily northward following the trodden grass. It's an easy trail to see. The giant warrior's heavy horse has not been subtle in its passage. Mm-hmm. And you make your way out. But he's significantly ahead of us. He's, he's got a good lead on you. His horse was galloping and obviously making good time before, well before you got on yours. But his horse also can tire because it's right. flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's right. And so you ease into a gallop after you're comfortable with the trot and then the canter. Uh, I guess I can imagine Tira being the first to really mm-hmm. kick her heels and... Oh, yeah. The horse responds with a, a high-pitched whine, and it just glides across the plain. All right. Yeah. I have taken that helmet off now. Stowed it? Stowed it, yeah, because I need to be able to hear and talk. Okay, good. And it's not—it's kind of like wearing noise-canceling headphones. It's, right. it's not that you can't hear anything. Right. It was the noise of the voices that was really blocking off the exterior sound. Mm-hmm. You make your way, and... One hour passes. Another hour passes. About halfway through that second hour, you start to see the shape of the lake from which this tower of stone rises. So two and a half hours of hard riding. How are our horses faring? They're doing very well. Nice. There's, there's a smell of hot oil because of their level of activity. But you can also tell that there must be starstone in this somewhere. Because there's, a, there's a, a warmth to them also that seems very familiar to you. The land begins to dip slightly, angling down toward the dark lake Bash saw in his flight yesterday evening. That was only yesterday. <laughs> Even from this angle, in the light of the morning, the waters are black in the distance. As you get closer, you see spreading to your left and right a ring of sparsely spaced stones that surround in a huge circle, the stone pillar. It is now that Peter re- remembers that he is only 23 hit points left. 
And Peter thinks, I've only got 23 hit points. <laughs> He's like, on a scale of one to whatever, to I'm a 23. <laughs> on a scale of one to 53. I'm a 23. All right. Well, uh, then can I just pop a quick cure wounds on myself? Sure. While riding. Yes, just... <laughs> He's talented, man. <laughs> oh, I missed! <laughs> I just heal I some heal the insect. metal horse. <laughs> yeah, that butterfly is doing great. <laughs> that bacteria that was just floating is now a super virus yeah. that's going to wipe out the entire continent. Ecosystem here, yeah. Nine. Great. All right, can we at all see... Kalawakos. Kalawakos. I just want to say Kayukos. Melakaliki Kalawalos is the... What, yeah. the column, what's his name? It's, Kaluakos. Kaluakos. Kalawakos. Maka is the thing. Bit of trivia. Yeah. Bit of trivia. That is apparently a, an early Celtic name that meant boar. Oh. Huh. So I'm guessing from Dunmoriga then. Because, again, with, the, cause with his accent and all that stuff, he's from Dunmoriga. Do we at all see him in the distance when you urge your mounts past this stone ring several things become apparent to you first the pinnacle rises to an immense height you knew this already you knew it was tall when you were still far to the south but now that you're so near it's every bit of that thousand feet that you imagine that it was it's obvious the stone has been here for a long long time because trees grow out of its surface here and there and grayish green moss clings to its craggy face Roll me a perception check, everyone. If you get over a 12. Natural 20. Peter is on it. <clears throat> I'm just... 12. It looks like a narrow trail winds around and around the tower, offering a means of climbing to its top. Oh, dear. Ooh, let's go right up to the top. Second, well, it's in the middle of a lake. Let's go right up to the top. Second, as your eyes travel down the stone, you see a small island in the center of the lake, that seems to serve as a base for this tall stone spire. A flash of motion on the water draws your eyes. A slender white boat has been nudged onto the island's sand, where it rocks gently. Nearer at hand, Kaluakos' warhorse is tethered along the shore. It paces anxiously at the limits of its lead and snorts and tosses its head from time to time. Finally, Unnatural warmth emanates from a different place for each of you. Tira, you feel it from your backpack like an ember pressed against your back. For Peter, the pouch at your waist. And Bash, there's a sudden pain on your arm. For you, in particular, Bash, it's the easiest to tell what's going on. Your stone is glowing a bright, deep red, and it burns with an inner intensity, as does your chest. A thrill of something runs up your spine, and then the heat fades away, although the glittering inner light remains. The first effect is that you each regain all your hit points. What? And all your spell slots, side Dude. points, everything. Nice. Dude. The second effect. Nice. Bash, you are suddenly standing in your childhood home. The form of your father is between you and the door. He struggles with a dark figure at least half again as tall as he. Their arms are locked in a desperate fight for control. With a surge, the dark figure rolls your father's hands to an awkward angle, and he seems to realize he's lost the fight. With one last effort, he shifts his left arm to join his right in grasping the dark figure's clenched hand. He says something, and the room is filled with an unbearably bright flash of light. 
As you're slipping from this unwelcome vision, you see your father's head turn, and under the rumble of the shattering stone in the figure's hand, as shards blow through your father's body and strike you, you hear his last words. I love you, Bomberbash. Tira, you are standing in a dust-choked tunnel, watching as your mother's fingers twitch and fall still. Time stops. With a sound like air being drawn out of a room, everything suddenly goes backward. Dust clears, absorbing into the tunnel's stone. Rocks rise and attach to the ceiling. Your mother stands, walking backward down the tunnel. This scene turns into something you remember as though from long ago. It looks like home again. Then with a jerk, you're hauled forward, leaving your feet as you begin to fly through the air. You're dragged first one direction, then another, forcibly guided through the familiar halls of your ancestral home. With a shock, you see you're headed straight for the stone of a wall when you pass right through it without touching. Now your consciousness races along the fault lines that reach like roots through Edelin's crust. It's obvious to you that you're moving against the line, heading back toward a single source. A sense of dread suddenly fills you, and you come to a stop as though the rock here is unyielding even in this vision state. The dread builds, coursing through you, making you want to weep in frustration. Then, an eye opens right in front of you, as large as you, and something gargantuan shifts slightly in its underground den. Peter, a dark figure with a metal face, sits on an iron throne. You feel as though you are in a vast room. The mask's two eyes, black and white, hold you in their gaze, and feelings of both love and intense hatred surge through you. The visions all clear simultaneously, and you find yourself staring at that same lake with the stone pillar rising out of it. What was that? What? I just, I had, I had a vision. Guys, did, did you see, feel anything? Uh, also, yes. I feel amazing now. Dad, Dad, did, did you really say that to me? What? Dad. Dad. Oh, now you're going to give me the silent treatment. Did you see what I saw? Uh, Dad. Tira? Bash, who are you talking to? Nothing. Never mind. What did you see? I saw my dad. What? What happened? He was fighting someone, and and I saw a star stone. And I, I actually sort of forgot about it, but now I remember. It was when I was young. I think it's the last time I ever saw him, because essentially the, the star stone broke, and a piece went through my dad's body and I I know why I have this scar because it's inside of my body right in my chest you think you have starstone inside your body I do and my dad told me that he loved me and and that was the last I saw of him wow but I hear him in my head Sometimes. You hear your father? That's it. Yes. That's who you've been talking to. It all makes sense now. 
does it? Because I wish you'd explain it to me. <laughs> well, I mean, just the fact that you've been, that just explains why you've been talking to yourself all this time. That's why. Well, I had a vision of my mother, but it wasn't really about her. It was from the day that the Delve collapsed. But then it all reversed, and I was able to travel th- through the rock somehow. Like, I wasn't really there. But there was something down there. Something I never saw in all my time down in the Delve. Kind of something. I don't know. There was an eye. As big as me. Like it was of a... It's not very big. Gig... (laughs) (laughs) Not impressed. Yeah. (laughs) That did not actually happen in the game. That was outside. There was its gigantic eye. What color was the eye? Black. I. It was a an amber color. Okay. The eye was sort of golden. Hmm. But it was almost as though it were some immense creature because I could almost feel that it was stirring like in a den. But I didn't see anything else. It was horrible. Mm. What about you, Peter? I was in a throne room. And before me was a throne of iron. And upon it sat a figure with a face of metal. One eye was white. The other was black. And what? Yes, I know. I know. Just like, just like the army that we've been fighting. That we, that we just fought in all these other visions that we've had. But I felt something. It was it was a rush of affection, but then also at the exact same moment, a surge of loathing. Opposites. Black and white. That figure on the throne is your father. You hear a splash. I look at the splash. The, the thump is swimming across. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the thump is just going. See you guys. <laughs> the boat has drifted back across to your side. Just just on its own. Hey, I, I just I just transformed, and I'm not tired. I, I I didn't pass out. That's right. Like I said earlier, I feel amazing. I look down, and there's not a scratch on me. But I just I, I just I, look at my hit counter on my right arm and. <laughs> yeah. I'm at full capacity. <laughs> hold up, hold up. I got like one of those little Apple watches. 53 out of 53. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, I had only taken seven points of damage. So 75, I probably didn't notice it very much. Oh, but, <laughs> oh boo. Oh, yeah, you're well, the one You're the one to fuss. Yeah. Mr. Four, four points of damage. <laughs> Look at me over here. Goofy. I took hey, that's 30 common right. knowledge now. Wait, Bash, what makes you think that the figure on the throne in Peter's vision was his father? I don't know, just from the other visions that, that I remember him saying. and and I never knew my real father. He never knew his real parents. And if he felt affection for the person with black eye and one white eye, I I, I don't know. I just... Is is this... Is the man with the black and white eye the Reaver Mordant that cut... Oh my goodness, I forgot. <laughs> Hang on, let me Keep check, let me, check my notes. Cal- oh man. I think it's... Kalawakos. Kalawakos. It's... The River Mordant, the man with the white and black eye. I mean, he seems to be at the root of all of this. 
It's possible. I don't know. We we need to get across to that spiky thing. We need to get to that. Yeah. I yeah, don't know. Need... This boat doesn't look like it's big enough for all four of us. How big is it? Uh, it oh, does... you, said, you said it was a slender little boat. I'm sorry. It's slender, but it's not. Well, but it not too could, small to hold for. It could also be like like the boat in Half Blood Prince, where it doesn't matter how small it is, it's like magical and it can take anybody. It's the boats of Lothlorien. Not that Michael would know anything about that since he hasn't actually read the books and he just, you know. I saw the movie. Yeah, and in the movie, they just get in the boat and go. There's no talk about anything. Exactly. It just works like an apple. <laughs> like an apple. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute. Because apple thought- tastes wonderful. <laughs> yeah, my thoughts. All right. Well, uh, I think we should just get in. Gonna get in the boat and go. I'm gonna leave my horse here, but I'm gonna go kill the other horse that uh, is from that guy. You know, I feel like it's not gonna let you do that. I'm just joking. I, I just feel like that horse is gonna is a lot smarter yeah. than it yeah, looks. Yeah, you're uh, you attempted to kill that horse like three times and nothing <laughs> happened. So. Well, man, must you remind me? <laughs> yes, I must. It had one hoof on your head, and you're going. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's holding you back like this, <laughs> looking very bored as it does so. Yeah. All right, so we're getting into the boat to pursue yes. him across. You get in, and the boat shifts off the little sandy beach. You leave your clockwork horses there, I'm mm-hmm, assuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it begins to glide across the water and grinds its way onto the beach on the other side. You are now on the island. So being this close to the stone tower, does that increase or intensify any feelings we might be having? The feelings seem to have come and gone, just like the heat in your stones. As soon as you pass that ring, it happened, and then what, I guess, the magic mm. flowed through it or something. Okay. Uh, but there's no lingering effects. I walk up, and I just start to touch the spire. The stone under your hand feels coarse and warm, but it's almost like the warmth of being in the sun. Oh. Not, and not an, not an unnatural warmth. warmth. Okay. Oh, he's talking about your stone cunning. Yeah, yeah. Do I notice anything about this fire? Why don't you roll me a stone cunning check? I think that's a history check with advantage. Okay, 16 plus something. Yeah, the stone under your hand feels very natural, like it's been here for ages. Okay. It hasn't been worked in any way. It doesn't feel different, although there is a tremor of something seems to be coming from well within this stone pillar. How wide is the base? That's a good question. I'm going to say it's about 50 feet radius. Wide. So yeah, a 50 foot diameter, basically. Oh, is it circular? I'm I'm, I'm picturing like an obelisk. roughly circular. Okay. but But the stone is... It's craggy, so right. it's, it's not like a perfect circle. All right, so with my hand still on the, on the base there, do you, do you guys feel that? Yeah, no, it, feels, listen. it feels strange. I, I don't just mean to the touch. I, it's almost like I can feel something deep inside it. We're not dwarves, Tira. We can't feel what you feel. Oh. I thought maybe it was connected to our stones. It doesn't feel like when I t- touched that um, sacred uh, thing in that village, I started <laughs> profusely vomiting. No, <laughs> yeah, okay, you know, so it's not like that. Anything more about that? I mean, I just, it just feels like it's vibrating, or you say, I feel like, feel like something from tremor. deep within. Yeah, maybe, maybe like a very ultra low frequency. Something is 
throbbing. It's almost like this thing is alive. But it's mm. it's faint. It's yeah. as though it's as though you're not in direct contact with it. Right. Well, unless I'm mistaken, Carlo Walker is at the top of this thing. He's making his way up there anyway. We need, we need to stop him. Let's go. Let's go. Hut 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 is the sound I make as I go up the stairs. You make your way around the base of the tower and eventually do come to it looks like a path that slopes mm-hmm. Up and now you have found the entrance to the spiral that that climbs this thousand foot tall pinnacle, and you make your way. There's no handrail. You you find yourselves leaning against the wall as you I mean, make your I'm way fine. up. How how wide is the uh, walkway? It's about two feet wide. Oof. It's not very wide. Tira is just. <laughs> I mean, I caught like that. I mean, I'm not like. Ah, ah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just, right. I'm just going. You feel very comfortable. And kind of like that bridge way back. Yes, I was literally, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, I remember like that little bridge, the white stone That's bridge. exactly That's it. Like, this has that same feel to it. The, um, I, I don't want to say craftsmanship. Right. But the, the, the stone, the form, the stone has a very comfortable feeling. It's, it's kind of like having sure grip on stairs where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you just have that security yeah. of footing. And you feel great. This is amazing. Since I know I can fly, I sort of have a little bit of a confidence walking on this, knowing that if I kind of slip off, I'll at least be able to land softer than if I didn't have wings. <laughs> Aim for the it. water! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You make your way, and it takes, it takes about 10 minutes for you to make your way up. And that's to keep all four of you together. Each time you spiral around toward the front... And you look down, you can see your clockwork horses look a little more distant. Mm-hmm. But spiral, spiral, spiral all the way up. And you begin to realize that you are close to the top. What's the order? Terra first? I, th- I see that, yeah. And then? I see myself as bringing up the rear. Okay. So it's you or Thump? Terra, Thump, me, and Peter? Sounds okay. good. On the next to last revolution around, the wind begins to pick up. From the west, over that gorge-scarred land, clouds begin racing in. And up ahead, as you glance up, well, Tira, I think, is the one most likely to glance up. The rest of you would feel off-balance doing that. You actually see clouds beginning to swirl about overhead. Right over the tower. Over this pinnacle, yes. And they don't seem that far removed from the tower. They look very wet and heavy. I'm probably going to turn from walking like up sideways to kind of my back up against the wall. and I'm going to kind of start to scoot a little bit, especially if wind is kicking up. I don't want to be blown off the side of this thing. It's definitely kicking up. You make the last round, and this, the top of this pinnacle levels out. You come out onto a broad, roughly roundish place. In the middle, you see a couple things. Most noticeably, you see Kaliwakos kneeling, and his arms are raised up over his head. He's clutching a very familiar-looking starstone. Reiskostoch. And he is chanting something. The clouds are circling above him. Little flashes of lightning 
begin to show through the, the darkness of the clouds. But then you notice also that he is kneeling in front of something. It looks like a clear, rectangular, oblong piece of almost like crystal. <gasps> How calm is it up on top of here? It's very windy. Very windy. Man. The wind is, is blowing right across. You can see any loose particles are, are blowing away from the direction of the wind. You can see little granules. How move. accomplished is Thump with an arrow? Very. Can he shoot into the wind and nail him? Is he able to do something like that? He obviously can't shoot straight across because it just won't work. Yeah. It's not that windy. Okay. Um, however, I guess I'm not sure what you're going for. I want to shoot I want to shoot Kalawakis in his back when he's facing this thing and, and has his arms up. Okay. Well, my if it makes any difference, what I was planning to ask to do is just charge across and try and tackle him. Okay. Get him to stop chanting whatever he's chanting and doing whatever he's I doing. I just thought a, a, an arrow right through the back of his throat and out the thing would be the quickest <laughs> and, and most direct Humane. solution. Yeah. <laughs> but windy with arrows is how I mean. I mean, yeah, oh, you, could, you could take the short stout chick. You just go... Thump, thump, yeah, thump, just, thump, thump, and then you can turn around and say, who's, who's the... that person running toward me? As opposed to he would never he's hear. He's concentrating. He's got his back to us. He's got he's doing his chant and he's whatever. Why don't I'm we just, do both? I'm, I'm not gonna roar and slap hey, my feet. I'm just gonna. Why don't we have him shoot while you start running toward him, just in case he misses with the arrow? The chant stops. Oh, come on! You were the one hey, arguing with me. You should let me do thump, it. Thump! Shoot an arrow at him right now. The figure stands and turns. <sighs> thump! What are you doing? What are you waiting for? <laughs> Well, I was hoping to see you again. Let's have a little fun. Leaning against that oblong crystal across the top of this pillar, he reaches back and picks up his axe, hefts it into his hand, and we roll for initiative. Uh, why didn't you let me tackle him? I'm trying to find the poem where it is, but isn't 13. it like the singers who are like asleep in the in the pillars or at the base of the pillars or something like that? And there's this oblong thing that looks like it could hold a human. And Peter is frantically digging through sheaves of paper. Wait, as, as, as you guys are debating how on earth to murder this guy, I'm I was just, like, just gonna run up and tackle him. I should have just said it. Ten. Thirteen. Four. Okay. It is Kaluakos first. No. Great. He's going to rain lightning. And then Tara. thump. Me. Tira, bash, bash Peter. Peter. Okay, so. Yep. Great. Kaluakos. His hand holding the axe hangs down. The blade of the axe rests on the, on the crystalline surface of the pinnacle. Lightning lances down from the clouds. He takes one huge step forward to close the gap a little bit between you. there's Right now, there's about 20 feet between you. He takes a couple steps. Now it's 10 feet. He raises the stone, grabs his hand, and through his fingers, a deep blue light shines through, and lightning strikes down. Pleasure serving with you. Yeah, been fun, guys. Wamberbash, make a dexterity saving throw. Eight. Lightning strikes you. Take six points of damage. You feel a jolt run through you. 
and it feels like some invisible hand has taken you and just shaken you as hard as it can. It's not a comfortable feeling. Ow. (laughs) After that, he jumps forward towards you and swings at you with that axe. He's following up his attack with an axe. Tough hide. (laughs) Is that a reaction? Is that a reaction? Okay, then you have to wait for your turn. It doesn't say it's an action either. (laughs) He hits you for 12 points of damage. The axe shears into you, and it hurts. As he makes contact, he grins at you and goes, (laughs) You're a punk. (laughs) While he's busy gloating, however, Thump pulls out his bow, fits an arrow to it, and fires it. The arrow just arcs over his shoulder. And that is it for Thump. Tira, it is your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Make fun of my friend and taunt me with your stupid face. Nobody hits Bash. Only I can do that. That's right. All right. It's witnessing what you just did. Yeah. A red seething anger fills you. Mm. And you leap to the attack. Leap to the attack. (laughs) Fancy axe. 17. That's a hit. 16. Wow. Because you're in a rage, that's a... Yep. Oh, boy. Mm. Anything you want to say or do? Not yet. Okay, gotcha. Not yet. Walmer Bash. I'm going to two-hand Panabas this guy. Um, I'm going to aim for his his knee or his thigh, because he's right there. Yes. And I'm going to do a brute strike. His fetid breath is washing over you. Come on. Oh. You know what? Initiative. Inspiration. I mean, inspiration. <laughs> Would you like to borrow a d20? Nope. Okay. 15? That's a hit. Yes! <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't expect his armor class to be all that. All right, so now I'm going to do... Um, 2d8 because that was a double-handed on top of that i did a brute strike of five it's not 2d8 it's 1d10 okay yeah because it's a versatile weapon 1d10 and i'm gonna do um i did five for my brute strike and that's a reaction that is a bonus action when do when are you supposed to use it before you roll or you gain a bonus on your next damage roll against a target you hit with a melee attack I think that's something you need to do first. He said he was doing brute strike. I did, I even before him. I rolled. Oh, okay, then good, yeah. good. Okay, sorry, my mistake, I missed that. Wow. <laughs> okay. So this is four, this is 10, this is 18, and this is 20, 20 plus four, 24. You put some sting on it. You slam that blade right down into his knee. He grunts appreciatively. Ooh. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? That's the sound he makes? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I'm kind of hoping I damage his knee a little bit. He should be at least hobbling, right? <laughs> there was more to that. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought this was going to be easy. I'm going to have me some fun. 
Peter. Okay, how close are is, is he to the ledge of this? If I were to move Nuvo around him, then he would be within 10 feet of the ledge. Thunderous smite on my blade, and I'm going to just try and just uh, knock him off. Do it. All right. 19. That's a hit. It's 10 points of damage. 15 points of damage. And then he needs to make a strength saving throw. What's the target? Uh, 14. Oh. <laughs> He's like, oh, he makes that easy. Man. <laughs> you swing around thinking you're so sneaky. Oh, I'm so clever. <laughs> Look at me. And you wallop him with the sword. There's that crackle. He, he sounds very appreciative of the fact that you're using electrical energy against him. <laughs> and he slides just the littlest bit, kind of like in a martial arts movie where he slides a little bit, but it's not nearly enough to push him over the edge. Perseverance is my motto. Back to Kaluakos. I think my biggest bone to pick is with you. Me again? What the? He misses with the first swing because you're too close under him, but his second connects for 14 points of damage. I feel like my services are going to be required. I am going to um, sudden shift. I'm going to spend five points for sudden shift. And that means as a reaction when you are hit by an attack, you shift down to a size to avoid the attack. The attack misses and you move up to five feet without provoking opportunity attacks before returning to normal size. So you're just basically moving to another location? Yep, and I do not take the 14 points of damage. Okay. Okay, so he, goes, he ducks and then just shrinks. And where are you going to move? I'm going to move um, five feet to his left. I'm going to be on his left-hand side. Peter is where? He's behind him. Okay. So now it's, looking at it from above, it's Kaluakos in the middle, Tira, I guess, in front of him. I guess I'm... Peter behind him, and you now to his left. And Thump's kind of And Thump is, he's still on the ramp. That was Kaluakos. Mm -hmm. Now it's Thump. Thump. Oh man, he's got to kind of curve his arrows to get, because we're all just kind of thronging around him. In the meanwhile, I'm going to look up whether or not healing spells are bonus actions or full actions. Tira, you smell your damp stone mm-hmm. smell. Okay. I turn to, to look at them. And then there's the smell of hot honey. And you feel surge through you an awareness of how you could strike harder and faster. So you get a free attack. Yes! Woo! Right now? Yes. At the same time, he is attacking with his bow. So I'm going to go ahead and do that first, resolve that. He sends his arrow skipping again. This one's even worse. Come on, Thump. The, the breeze is really playing with him. Yeah, yeah, I know. You can, if you choose to, you can use your reaction to go ahead and attack. Mm-hmm. And you get to roll this to add to your damage roll if you hit. Oh, cute. 16. That's a hit. Uh, 19, 24, 26. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> Does that kill him? No. Okay. No, okay. Are you serious? Okay, good. If he laughed at the 
yeah. those other ones, he's probably like, hmm. That hurt. Mm-hmm. Womberbash, your turn. Wait, no, it's me. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That was your reaction. All right, so I am going to pull out the helmet and put it back on. Okay. Okay. So I have that back on. Now. This is going to basically constitute your action, then, because you're you're pulling it out, putting it on, and then doing something with it. But in doing so, you can communicate with any well, of us. That's what I'm saying. So what what am I hearing? When I put the helmet on, what am I hearing? There's that same ball of blackness that I mentioned last time mm-hmm. you're, when you were trying to speak to him telepathically. Right. But then you also hear the whispering of other voices around you. Right. What do I hear from Thump? I hadn't thought about this. <laughs> I'm going to say that you hear nothing. She should be able to communicate with them, though, right? And you hear person. nothing. Thump's head is just empty. It's it's nothing. I think that's called cheating. I think it is too. <laughs> he said that's called. I mean, well, what I forgot the? about that incredible advantage that you would have, and I don't like it. So it, I'm going to say you, you hear. You nothing. could have even asked him, "What does this smell mean? What does this yeah, smell no mean?" And joke. decoded it. So wait a minute. You don't object to all these crazy <laughs> advantages. Wait. He hey, never wait, dies. Wait, 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 he wait. gets temporary hit points. He can, he can shrink and grow larger and jump and crack the ground. And, and he can tell, telepathically communicate with people, I have this helmet that you keep saying, put on the dang helmet. I put on the helmet. And you're like, well, it doesn't work on Thump. Because <laughs> that would make it too easy. That would make you too magical. <laughs> Sustained. <laughs> uh, all right, what do I hear from Bash? You just hear whispering. What do I hear from Peter? Whispering. Whispering of what? They're, they're having thoughts. It's indistinguishable. Maybe you have to form an actual communication. You basically, yeah, you have to cast detect thoughts. So it's an action to cast that as a spell. Ooh. Detect thoughts. It's going to be earlier in the spell section. Okay, my next action is going to be to take this stupid helmet off and chuck it over the side of this <laughs> pillar because it's useless. You smash it with your axe first. No joke. <laughs> I'm going to drop kick that sucker into the lake. So, Tira, I, I'm kind of intrigued by this weird, dark uh, jumble. These two I hear whispers, but with him, it's like this weird, dark wall that I have to really punch through so I'm kind of I'm I'm more concentrated on that and I guess I'm gonna try and find out what he's doing he's got to make a wisdom saving throw in order to avoid answering or hearing me I guess I'm I'm new to casting spells folks I'm kind of and the DC is 13 okay he rolled a 19 what is up with your dice the ball persists (laughs) You you send a probe toward him, and it just splashes against that ball of blackness that is his mind. And now my rage ends. Because <laughs> I didn't do anything. You have three more. Well, you did attack this round, though. You used, How? You used Thump's reaction yeah. to attack. Yeah. So you're good for this round. Okay. Okay. Wamberbash. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, take my panabis. Is it? Did it stick in his knee? A little bit. Okay. You I'm, pull it out with a. I'm gonna take <laughs> it up and I'm gonna do like a just an upward swipe up on the guy, or at least try. And I am going to use brute strike on that bad boy. 
Oh, I need to get my plus four. And my plus five. Twelve. That's a miss. <laughs> Stupid! <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna luck point it. <laughs> Alright, buddy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're naughty. <laughs> You're naughty, bitch. You're naughty. <laughs> the exact same thing, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> that misses. Peter. Peter. Okay. Guess what time it is. It's Thunder Smite time. Thunder Smite. Oh! Now, because you, hit, because you hit him once, he has to. it's going to be a constant hit every single time, right? Or was that something else? That, no, was, I, the, that, I, was, that was the Searing, searing Smite. smite. Oh. With the fire junk. Yeah, so now I'm going to cast Thunder Smite again. And then I'm going to attack again. Just ignore that British accent. It was really bad. Was, was a that a British accent? accent? <laughs> I just thought you were saying I just again. thought it was a goofy accent. 16? Yes. That's a hit. <laughs> now he has, he, has, he has to do a like but a first, strength saving throw. He might he might be able to avoid it. Alright, so that's another ten points of damage and another so so thirteen points overall. If like he no it's, 13, no, it's 13 points because I hit. And then he has to succeed or else be knocked back 10 feet. And you oh. said it's a DC of 15? Of 14. 14. He's fine. I am going to just cut this boss fight short by just... This guy. Sparta kicking him He's off of this. serious roles. I mean, he is this huge barbarian boss guy. How do He's I probably miss that closely? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm like... It's too close. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's like <laughs> you, no, just, no, no, no. you just you just gutted yourself. Well, like, mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seeing as he's a barbarian guy and he's like a boss, he's probably got some ridiculous strength, like twenty or something. Like You're that. really starting to irritate me. <laughs> You're oh, we're irritating you. <laughs> <laughs> he yells yeah, he up into, into, the, into the sky, and his when he looks back down, his eyes are just bloodshot. And he, his, his face has turned red. The cords of his neck are standing out. And he so swings as hard as he can. At? At Womberbash. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, me. Total of 20. Huh? Total of 20. 20? Yep. I'm going to spend five side points. <laughs> and it's going to miss me. And okay. I'm going to shift five, uh, 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 five to the front of him again. <laughs> so there it is. <laughs> Wait! That's, shouldn't that not be allowed? Because that means he doesn't take On damage? On certain creatures. <laughs> I'm just joking. He sees you fuming there. Oh, man. <laughs> and takes a swing My at you. My hair is standing on end in all directions. You're like this stupid helmet. <laughs> he hits you, but because you're raging, you're going to take half yeah, of this damage. Grief. Lay it on me. Ten points total. Minus five. Wait! Wait! The mom. 
the mom. But you spent your side points to avoid the hit anyway. Yeah, yeah. So never mind. But your mom should be attacking him, right? Because he attacked well, me. She doesn't attack. You hit him. I know. She doesn't attack. She just absorbs some of the no, damage. No, 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 no. When you hit, when you hit him, if he hit, attacks anybody else, but yeah. But me. He does so with disadvantage. Right. Okay. So you should have been rolling with disadvantage. Yeah. So let me do that. You may okay. save yourself five. Okay. He would have missed. Okay. So Excellent. you're still off to his left. Yes. Okay. And five side and, points. And the we richer. Five side points. Okay. Yeah. You. Thank you, Mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So both hands on that axe, man. Oh, it's Thumpster. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because it's in... Both hands on that arrow. <laughs> it's in order. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to take the arrow and guide it straight into his... Into, between his eyes. No, just like cut one of the cords on his neck. <laughs> okay. Yes, that would be awesome. Yes. And like it goes... Poink! <laughs> Ow! Yeah, and then he just kind of goes... You'll get no more nerves. You'll get all, right. all my blood vessels. <laughs> oh, Thumb. Thumb's just over here. Doink, doink. Hey, he does have... We got him a short sword, didn't we? Yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe he should switch. But I mean, you're playing not, him, but... Uh, he's way back, but he's behind me. True. Yeah, he's he's not doing too he'd well be like, this First of all, he needs to be careful, because if he rolls a one, we're about to get hit by an arrow. Yeah, so that's not good. Then it's Tira's turn. (sighs) That's got to be a hit. 20. That's a hit. Now, was it a natural 20? No, no. No, no. No, I would have been more like, eh, 20. 13. Nice hit. Womber bash. Oh my goodness. It's your turn. Oh, a good one. <laughs> All right. No, it's a good eight. Yet again, I am going to take my Panabas, double-handed, and I'm going to come down on his neck. Okay? And I'm going to do Brute Strike. Woo! Yes! There we go. Woo! That's going to hit. That's an 18. That's a hit. Okay. So, 1d8 for double-handed. And then five additional D6s for damage. Oh, sorry. Ooh. Ooh. We got nine. We got, ooh, we got, oh, it's 12. That's 18. 19. 22 plus eight. 30. 30. Oh. Because he's raging, he has resistance to that damage, but that hurts. That was a great roll. So he took 15 points. Peter, Peter, your turn. All right, so hang on. Yeah, yikes. I think I cut some type of vessel there, I would think. Your juggler's right there, but uh, we'll we'll talk about that that later. You didn't get that. He must have some strong skin. (laughs) Actually, actually, he's like... He's wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> exactly. A turtleneck of protection. Uh, so, Wombarash actually looks pretty good on hit points. I have not taken any damage yet. Yeah, so and, I've uh, taken five. And, and, and th- you know, we're actually doing pretty well for this fight. Like, Hey, listen, don't be jinxing us now. Don't, don't reek. Just, just Why hit. Why would you say that? Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, he, he, he's a dungeon master. He could be like, 38 points of damage for all of you. <laughs> all right. Um, Guiding Bolt. 
it's it, uh, if I hit somebody, the next person to attack him gets advantage, and it deals nice. 4d6 points of damage. Well, good, because Thump needs some advantage here for crying out loud. He's the next to attack. <sighs> that oh, did not land decisively. It's fine. That did not land decisively. It's fine. <laughs> it didn't. I, <laughs> Roll on the table or I will kill you. No! Oh. 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 Ew! Ten. Yes. <laughs> Please, ten. No, he needs like a fifteen or something. That's a huge miss. Kaluakos scans his enemies. Oh, no. And takes a swing at Bash. Just kidding, at Thump. Oh. Wait, huh? But Thump's behind me. Attack of he opportunity. Said he, he said he was still on the ramp. Okay. Has, then, he, has he moved up? Then it's you. <laughs> no, just joking. Do it. He takes a swing at you. All right. Ouch. That's a hit. But you're still in a rage. I'm a raging. 17 points of damage. Oochie, man. So for you, that's oh. going to be eight. He comes swinging at you again and misses this time. That's right, you miss. So now thump it's thump gets with, to roll with advantage. With advantage, yeah. But he didn't hit. No, but uh, I didn't hit. Did. I didn't hit. Oh, oh, right. That's, that's right. right. That's right. So he, he would have missed either way. Yeah. Thump is not. Thump doing is having that. an off day. I mean, uh, he was doing excellently just like a couple hours ago in the battle, and now he's just like I cannot. It's the wind, man. It's throwing him off. Yeah. There's a smell of salve, like a, an ointment smell, that washes over you. Okay. And go ahead and roll that. Oh. Three. Five points of healing. You get five hit points back, yes. Okay. You're the one who's really taken the most. I don't know. I mean, if Bash didn't have his ridiculous amount of bonus hit points. Your turn. Oh, all right. Hey. It says here on paper I I can attack twice per round. I've not been doing that. (laughs) You should do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what are you what? doing? Oh, you stupid you helmet! Double attack! <laughs> Take the helmet off! <laughs> Is that because she gets like basically a double swing on the axe? Because it's a two-headed axe or something? It's she's faster. Her yeah, muscles are honed. Nice. I think that came along with Great Weapon Master. No, no, it's, that's a barbarian. Yeah, thing. it's a barbarian trait. Did it just come up feature. with leveling up or something, maybe? Mm-hmm. Extra nice. attack. So how does that work? Does she just roll twice? Yeah, yeah. just makes roll two once attacks. and yeah. see if you hit. Mm, Sixteen. That's a hit. Yes. No. Nice. Seventeen. Seven. And then again. Yes. Yeah, so that I was co- I was going across, trying to go across this midsection, and now I guess I'm coming back, back the other goods. way. Back the other way. Uh, 17. That's a hit. <laughs> yes! 18. Yes! I'm coming for you. Uh-oh. I am going to... kind of wanted to change it up, but... Uh, I'm not. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to do um, Panadis again. And I'm going to come down on the other side of his throat. On the other side of his neck. With uh, a brute strike of five side points. Woo! 
14? Oh, no, that's not it. That's not no. a hit. That's a miss. No. <laughs> and I spent five side points. For yes. <laughs> I love it when you waste side points. <laughs> Peter. Oh, right. That's my turn. Getting boat. A four sounds good. <laughs> 16. That's a hit. Ooh. Ooh, 16, 16 points of damage. And Thump gets advantage. Yes. The bolt, I think you've described it in the past as green. Yeah, greenish with a yellow center. Hits him, and it leaves a scorch mark on his perfectly buttered biscuit skin. <laughs> <laughs> yes! He Throwback begins, reference. He begins to glow like on the edges, <laughs> kind of saying, here he is, hit him. Mm-hmm. And Not cool. Dead. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he is really not looking happy. With that... Please don't kill him, Thumb. Please don't kill him. He steps back, takes a running start, and hurls himself at you. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> hurls himself over the edge. I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> Death Tira, over glory. Tira, he throws himself at you. Whoa. He has the charger feet. Your strength is no joke, actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's 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 burly. strong. She's strong. I'll get, a, I'll get a plus seven modifier to this if that's what it is. If it's constitution's no joke too. Yeah. Really, her physical attributes are no joke. Actually, he's going to make an attack action. Oh. You know what? Uh, scrub that. <laughs> well, I was... I, no, <laughs> no, that's not it. I wasn't sure how shoving worked. And I that's see. basically what he's doing. Using the attack action, you can make a special melee attack to shove a creature, either to knock it prone or push it away from you. If you're able to make multiple attacks with the... Uh, so this attack replaces one of them. So you get an attack and a shrug at the same time, basically? Instead of making an attack roll, you make a, a strength athletics check contested by your strength athletics check. Well, yours is pretty good. Or dexterity yeah. acrobatics, whichever you prefer. <clears throat> we both roll. So, 12, 7, 19. Ah. Mm. <laughs> yes! Okay, yes! all right, it's on. It's on, it's on. He was trying to send you flying yeah, over the edge. Yeah, I would have had to dove off. He, he grunts with surprise when he runs into you and just and stops short. Brick house, baby. You, are. <laughs> you dig in. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm like. I think Thump is going to forego his turn. <laughs> All right. So that Tira can have hers. Go. All right. Tira looks at sucker straight in the eye. That's dope. With an insane grin on her face. Lick your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I hold back my axe, and with my first swing, I say, I am small, but I am mighty! I swing, this better hit. Okay, there we go. 19. That's a hit. <laughs> For nine points of damage. That's okay, I get, but you know, yes. I'm going to come back around. That's true, that's true. And so then after that hit, I come back around from the other side, and I say, I am one, but I am strong! Yes! yes! <laughs> 19. All right. 
That's not bad. I know. 15. He goes down on one knee. All right. As he goes down on his knee, I stand over him and I say, Before my axe, the mighty oak falls. Before my pick, the mine is dug. He takes one shallow breath, goes to his other knee, and then falls flat onto the surface of the tower, a blood pool puddling underneath him. Rain begins to fall from the sky, and it washes the blood into ever-thinning pools of reddish-tinted water that eventually drains over the side of the pinnacle. Good job. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> nice. What about this? What about this crystalline thingamabob in the middle? There's more to come here. The rain falls, and you feel that burning sensation from your pack, from your pouch, from your arm again. You feel compelled to hold out your stone. Tira, you reach for that stone in your pack. Peter, you pull out your Star stone, actually. Reichelstolch or whatever. Oh is. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm picking up a Reichelstolch off of him, and I pick it up and I feel the familiar curves it in it. It fits right in the palm of your hand, like it had never left. You hold your stones together; they glow with an intenseness that you have not seen before. Lightning falls from the heavens. A thunderous roar shakes you to your very core right on top of that crystalline box on top of the pillar. You feel your arms shake with the effort of holding the stones so close to each other. It's like trying to push magnets together. And then that crystalline thing splits open and you see a figure lying on its back in dark clothing just lying there. It's, It's like... A body in a tomb. Thane was right the whole time. There was a body inside this preserved coffin. And as soon as that splits open, you hear a rumbling grating sound. And whole segments of that rocky outer face of the pillar slide off. You can hear rocks cracking. And the the pillar underneath your feet is shaking. And then just whole sections of stone peel off and fall down below. Suddenly, light shines from the inner core of this pillar. Years of accretion of of minerals and things had built up around. And now you see revealed a white splendor erupting from this pillar. And then as a final point to all this, column of light shoots straight up from the middle of the pillar right up into the sky it seems to go on forever you have awakened the pillar and that is where we're going to end this episode this was a major major moment excellent day (laughs) excellent monchero mom are you gonna take that guy's axe please say yes how many axes can I carry? It crumbles to pieces. Yeah, <laughs> no. I like mine. Hey, you know what? I think, I think we should give um, Thump a star stone. Yes. I'm going to give him my old one. Thump gets my old star stone. And he should start to well, uh, maybe. That's do for another time. Yeah. yeah. And I also think. For, your, for defeating Kaluakos, <laughs> you each get 15 experience points. 
He was a level 12 Storm Aura Barbarian. That means nothing to me. (laughs) He's level 12. He was twice our level. He was basically a character that Dad made to fight us. And for freeing the figure from its which we don't know stone tomb, <gasps> you get five experience points. Nice. And let's go. Norse battle. Uh, that last exchange between Tira and um, Kalawakis, and the whole like, like I, I, I'm in my mind. I saw him charging, and I'm thinking to myself, "Oh no, she's going over the edge," <laughs> and he plows right into her. She moves back only like two inches. <laughs> And he's like, <laughs> just a look of shock <laughs> on his face. And then she's like, bam. And then bam. bam! <laughs> that, that was awesome. Take five experience points. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. Could I have some for my idea to try and just knock him over the edge with my thunderous yes. smite? Yeah. Yes. Take three. <laughs> hey. <laughs> she has to catch up. She I'm is way behind. And mine was way more awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I tried. You did. You did. <laughs> trying to think of ways to give Thump some points. Uh, yeah, I don't think we can get him any points. I mean, for he this missed one. everything. He yeah. missed almost every single time, and there really wasn't a lot. And he apparently has absolutely zero thoughts. No, 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 no. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. No, no, no. You just couldn't connect with them mentally, basically. Uh-huh. He did heal you twice or three times. Well, he, one was in the previous yeah. um, game. So. I mean, he but was, he, he was he, doing stuff. I mean, because at this point, yeah, you, you got... You, he gave you, me back five hit points and I had lost. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, he might have missed, but he was definitely still useful. He was a team player. He can yeah. take two. Take two for being a team player, but uh, bump. <laughs> thump. Bud. <laughs> Wump, thump, Bud. crack, stump. Anything else? That's good. Man. Okay. That's, That's good. good. That's good. So. Ooh, do we don't get any... Well, I'm going to say... Oh, the why don't why don't we take five discussion. five for awakening the pillar also? Oh, okay. okay. What about the suggestion that the king with the black and white eyes is Thane's father? Because I think that's, that's right. a speculation. I know it is. I'm I'm just I'm I'm not, that's not necessarily a Norse battle thing. I'm just processing. Oh yeah. You can give me the points later when we find out it's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's the real. Peter, I mean, I you and I both had visions father. about our parents, and That's then what I'm saying, I'm saying all, so all things be. add up, man. I'm it could you. be. We'll see. We'll get there when we get there. We will save the speculation for another day. Okay. Thank oh, you wait, for. Wait. Oh yeah, let's do our recap. <laughs> <laughs> I've caught up to to Bash from last game. <laughs> all right, Tira is fifty five points into level six. Uh, Wombar Bash is 75 points into level 6. <laughs> Peter Greyhawk is 64 experience points into level 6. Way to go, everyone. Like I said, this was a major moment in the game. You're making great strides, and you have awakened your first pillar. That's going to lead to some interesting developments in the world. So stay tuned, and we will see you here again next time at Stack of Dice. If I am, I'm just turning pages indiscriminately. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm going to go into a rage. What is it what, called? What am I looking for? Tech thoughts. Detect thoughts. Oh, so are these in basically alphabetical order and yeah. whatnot? Yes. Okay.
Grease. That's a thing, huh? Fame death. Oh, hand me over head lifters and fall down. <laughs> so yeah. Dimension. Daylight death delayed. Detect. Demi destructive. Detect magic. Detect thoughts. All right. It's an action. Range is self. Components VSM. Duration, concentration up to one minute. We kind of talked about that already. You can read the thoughts of certain creatures when you cast a spell. Certain. Oh, great. He's a humanoid, so you're... you're you That's could... his loophole. 